soul. Breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the word of God. Join Pastor Jackson and friends as we rightly divide the word of truth. You can find my gospel soul on Facebook, Twitter, but you can also find me, Denise Jackson, on Facebook and Twitter as well. Now, keep up with us also on the Denise Jackson Ministries website. That's at www.denisejacksonministries.yolasite.com. And remember, with God, all things are possible. Praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome to the show, praise God. Amen. It is Wednesday, what they call hump day. Amen. Just being in midweek, praise God, just thanking God for all of his miracles and blessings. Amen. He did not have to do it, but he did. Hallelujah. Get this show started with a little bit by your very own Pastor Jay saying, Amen. Yes, Jesus loves me. If I can find it. Hallelujah. Here we go. I've been through so much in my life. Tried everything, but nothing turned out Oh, they 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Praise God. You're listening to My Gospel Soul, where we're breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the word of God. If you know like I know, amen. Hallelujah. You ought to give him some praise. Woke you up this morning. Started you on your way. You're here. Praise God for another day. Glory to God. You know, I just thank God, amen. You know, every time I wake up, I say, Lord, you did it again. I'm here again. Hallelujah. So obviously, you got something for me to do. Praise God. And, you know, a lot of times we just, you know, we wake up and we take for granted that few seconds that morning. Praise God. But I dare you to give him some praise. Amen. We're going to get into our weather in just a few minutes. Praise God. Uh, I want you to just take time out today to look around you. I want you to say, I want you to look, I want you to go outside. I know some it's raining in some places. It's raining here in Houston. Just step out the front door, open the front door, and just say, Lord, I thank you for just that freedom to do so. When you click on the lights, just say, Lord, I thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Just take a moment. To give God praise for the little things, praise Well, we think it's little things, but it's big things, praise God. Amen. I promise you, praise God, you feel so much better in your spirit. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now we're going to get into our weather. Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> Today is Wednesday. Y'all know that. January the 24th. All right, so showers with isolated thunderstorms here in Houston, patchy fog, near steady temperature in the mid-60s, northeast wind, 5 to 10 miles per hour, with gusts up to 20 miles per hour, and the chance of rain is at 90%. For Wednesday night, for tonight, isolated thunderstorms, showers, patchy fog after midnight, lows in the mid-50s, Northeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour, becoming northwest after midnight. The chance of rain is at 90%. For Thursday, I know y'all ready for Thursday, (laughs) mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming mostly sunny. Patchy fog in the morning, highs in the upper 60s, north winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. And for Thursday night, mostly cloudy, patchy fog after midnight, lows in the lower 50s, northeast winds around 5 miles per hour. And for Friday, partly partly sunny, a chance of showers in the afternoon, highs around 70, amen, east winds around 5 miles per hour, and the chance of rain is at 30%. It's going to be mostly cloudy. For Friday night, the chance of showers in the evening, lows in the mid-50s. The chance of rain is at 50%. You're listening to My Gospel Soul, where we're breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the Word of God. We're going to keep it moving and play a little bit, uh, another song by your very own Pastor Jay. Uh, I don't play this often. But I'm going to play it today. All right? Right here on My Gospel Soul. Mm-hmm. 
This just in, you were looking at um, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. Mother getting home from work. Someone shot the corner store clerk. Pictures flashing across the tube. If you see them, send some news. Mouth on the floor, she's done. Oh my God, it's my son. I love that part that says, weeping, weeping, man, do it for a night. That's real, amen. 
for joy cometh in the morning time. Praise God. That's the promise. Joy go come in the morning. Glory to God. Amen. Some of us, amen, are in the um we are in a, in the nighttime of our situation. Praise God. Amen. And you you want relief. You're asking God, Lord, I need relief. Lord, I'm I'm struggling right now. Lord, I I I I can't take it. I, I, you know, and you're about to throw in the towel. But let me tell you something. Praise God. Just like the words of that song, it said, "Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning time." Amen. We want to let you hear your favorite statement for today. I want you to get this in your spirit. Praise God. God loves us. Praise God, and that's what matters. My gospel soul favorite statement. God favors me today. God honors me today. I am a success today. I have God's special favor on me today. He makes his face to shine upon me today. He is gracious to me today. I am someone very special with the Lord. I like people and they like me. I am flowing in God's love and others are receiving healing both in mind and body through my life and ministry. I am growing in the Lord. I am waxing strong in spirit. I am growing in wisdom, and I have favor with God and man. I obtain favor in the sight of all who look upon me. I shall have favor today with people. I will meet nice people today. I shall have good relationships with people today. I shall favor and honor others today. I will be a blessing to the Lord. I will be a blessing to others. I am a person of prayer. God is bringing me into favor and success today. Confess favor with people, businesses, your family, friends, city, boss, and coworkers, and everyone you come in contact with. This has been My Gospel Soul's favorite statement. God bless. Amen, amen. Welcome back. That is your favorite statement, amen. Every day you ought to say that God favors me today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I have his favor upon me, praise God. Hallelujah today. Amen. You can even say God opened doors for me today. See, I always tell people, you got to get up and command your morning. And sometimes, praise God, amen, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I get up and I got to get the coffee going and I'm out overslept and I didn't. And, but it's important, praise God, for you to command that morning. I'm going to have a good day today in Jesus' name. My children will be blessed in Jesus' name. Everything that they put their mind to do, amen, hallelujah, that lines up with the word, uh, lines up, amen, that's a good thing, praise God. It will, amen, they will, praise God, amen, have that open door. They will have access to grace and mercy. They will have access to favor. My children will, amen, uh, come home safely. I you know, I decree and, de- and declare that, uh, amen, that a hedge of protection, a divine hedge of protection is around my children. You got to use, amen, that your, your, uh, your trumpet. <laughs> Come on. The word of God calls our, our mouth a trumpet. Use that trumpet, praise God, amen, to alert Zion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Say, hey, 
Amen. Glory to God. My child, amen, is covered in the blood. My child, oh, my God, hallelujah. You have to do those things. Praise God. Amen. We say such negative things. Praise God. Back to back. Could you imagine how much negative stuff you say in a day? If you take, if you catch yourself, get in the habit of catching yourself before you uh, say some negative, amen, you, you, it, look, come on, that thing will turn around, praise God, for you, when you start putting a negative uh, um, word in its place, amen, so that you hit your toe, oh, no, Lord, name, thank you, Jesus, Lord, thank you, you know, we have to, uh, uh, the word of God says you, you have what you say, you can speak those things that be not as though they are, as though they were, so, so it may not feel good right now, but Lord, I speak healing. Lord, I speak peace. Lord, I speak love. Lord, I speak joy. Just get in the habit, praise God, of speaking into your own situation, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And I just encourage you to do that in the mighty name of Jesus, because I want you to see the salvation of the Lord. I want you to see, amen, how good God is, amen, and how faithful he is. Even when we're not faithful, he's faithful, praise God. Before we get into this um, word today, I want to share something from Craig Wiseman K. book. Amen. Hallelujah. It says he's on a divine mission to free others from the grip of poverty. He is an author, pastor, writer, international speaker, and host of an online web series, Your Renewed Mind. Just want to read real quick from his book, Troubling Your House. Proverbs 11 and 29 says, he that troubles his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be servant to the wise in heart. <laughs> Uh, amen so i love the way he he is a he's a i wouldn't say poet but i would say a a uh artist of words amen and these were his words this is what it said to him he that troubles his own house shall inherit the wind but it says to be a wise man's slave shall be the fool's end I love the way he rhymes. Amen. It says, could you imagine working day and night to accumulate wealth by any means necessarily, only to inherit nothing? Worst thing, what about doing illegal things or engaging in unethical activities just to make a buck? Does it make sense to trouble that to trouble the very house that you are trying to bless? Before you proceed, perhaps, it would be best to define house. As described in this passage, the word house has a variety of applications from the obvious house or home to the extended version, meaning family, temple, ministry, or business. To bring trouble to any one of these areas of one's life is counterproductive. As a matter of fact, before one can properly build a house, he must have a proper foundation. Proverbs 24 and 3. Proverbs 24 and 3 tells us that through wisdom is a house built. Verse 27 of the same chapter admonishes us to prepare thy works without and make it fit 
for thyself in the field, and afterwards build thine house. Borrowing a popular phrase pertaining to trouble. Don't start none, it won't be none. In other words, if you do not build your house with trouble, then trouble can't tear it down in the end. A house, family, ministry, or career built on trouble is destined to crumble. Such action is deemed, deemed as foolish. This uh, to, to receive bribes, cut corners, or operate in unethical means to advance one's cause is foolish and destructive. The foolish will only inherit the wind. As for the wise in heart or those that build a house with godly wisdom, they shall inherit glory. A house built on trouble is a house on the bubble. <laughs> it's a house. Well, yeah, amen. It's a house on the bubble. I love it. Praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, wise man's book, praise God, it's called Poverty is Not Your Friend. Uh, and I believe it's on Amazon. I believe it's on Amazon. Amen. And I'll be reading more from it. Praise God. Uh, hopefully I can get a little talk with the author, which I'll go ahead and put my little message in to him while I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Hallelujah. And see if I can get a little talk with wise men. Hallelujah. But um, we have to uh, make sure that, like he said, we are not building our house, amen, on a raggedy foundation. Come on. And then we, if you, it says trouble, well, I'm going to tell you, trouble begets trouble. And you may not see the trouble right now, but it's it's going to come. It's going to come. Listen, we're going to keep this going, and we're going to get into our topic for today, which is, amen, why he came. Amen. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We'll be right back.
there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou do, that thou doest, except God be with him. So they wanted to acknowledge, okay, you, we know that you are. <laughs> we know you're a teacher. You know, came from God. We 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 that 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 we know that um, because we and we also see the proof of it, the miracles. Amen. Verse three says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This King James version of this. Amen. He said, lest he be born again, he can't even look at it. (laughs) He can't see it. He can't even look at it. Amen. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of god amen so you know he he has to be born again to see it to enter into it praise god listen he said born of water and of spirit come on glory to god he cannot enter into the kingdom unless these things happen amen verse six that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit Amen. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. He said, you got to be born. <laughs> Come on. You got to be baptized. Amen. Spirit filled. Praise God. Amen. To uh, to be able, amen, to, to uh, inherit the kingdom of God. Come on. Hallelujah. Marvel not unto thee. Ye must be born again. Verse 8, it says, the wind bloweth where it listens. And thou hearest the sound thereof. In other words, you, 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 yeah, you hear the wind. You don't see it, but you hear it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But cannot, uh, uh, but can't not tell where it come from. You don't know where it came from, whether it goes. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, you can't see this process physically. Amen. Glory to God. But but you know the wind is there when it blows, but you can't see it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? <laughs> uh, you know, I always tell people Jesus look sarcastic. You know, uh when you when you read this you can you can hear sarcasm. You know, you're a king. Ain't you the master of Israel? <laughs> and you not and you don't know? You say, Verily, verily I say unto thee, we speak that that we do not know. And testify that we have that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. <laughs> if I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe it if I tell you heavenly things? Look, he say look. We t- we speak we speak and testify stuff we see, we've seen it, we we've seen it. <laughs> he says he saying you receive us now. He said but he said so how am how am I going to tell you spiritual things when you on the earth yo you got an earthly mindset? 
Come on. He said, if I tell you everything and you not believe me, he said, you don't believe me about the stuff you see in front of you. You see the miracles. You see, you see them. The manifestation of the things right in front of you. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you uh <laughs> heavenly things and you believe it. How shall you believe? Watch this. He said, And no man hath ascended unto up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up these serpents in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Come on, the Son of Man must be lifted up. Come on. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And he, so what he's saying is, I'm not asking you to do a physical thing. I'm letting you know that this is all spiritual. Be, uh, believing is a spiritual thing. Come on, hallelujah, which activates, amen, hallelujah, the spirit of God, hallelujah, to come into your life, praise God. Belief has to be present. Glory to God. He said, you should not perish, but you shall have eternal life. For God, and see, this is why I say we have to read the whole thing. It said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God. So this is this time when he was talking to Nicodemus. Glory to God. And he was telling Nicodemus, praise God, amen. God gave his son, a, it, it, you know, physically, praise God, gave his son. Hallelujah. <laughs> God, I believe that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Glory to God. Amen. Now, now what's amazing is this, this is Jesus telling of his own birthright, of his own, you know, uh, journey. That whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have life. Look, you got to believe in him. Now, he's standing there in front of you, <laughs> and he's saying this to you. For God sent not his son, I like this next verse, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So he sent his son, amen, not to send you to a burning hell. He didn't, he, he didn't send his son to, 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 you know, to say, you go to hell, you go to hell, you go to hell. He didn't send him to condemn the world, but he, oh my God, but he sent his son as, 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 as the Savior, my God, as a conduit, praise God, as the as the door, my God, I, li- I like this, amen, as the door, praise God, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, as access, eternal life. That's what he did. Now, watch this, hallelujah, because like I say, people, we don't, we, we need to read the whole thing, praise God, hallelujah. It says in verse 18, he that believeth on him is not condemned. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. He that believeth on him is not condemned. I didn't want to get ahead of myself. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll say it again for the third time. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But I need you to catch this key. It says, but he that believeth not is condemned already. So when Jesus Christ came into the world, condemnation was already here. Watch this. He said, because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten son, you were condemned already. So when Jesus Christ came, he brought redemption, not condemnation. He brought freedom, not condemnation, because condemnation was already here before he got here. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. You was condemned already because you had not believed. Verse 19. And this is the is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world. And sometimes you got to take notes so you can so you can you can, you know, so this can be made plain in your spirit, praise God. Because sometimes we uh we 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 claim we we hear or we understand, but you really need to get in your spirit so that if you have to say this, you know, uh be able to explain this, you can. Amen. Pastors on the line, I'm gonna go ahead and click him in. Uh but it says, watch this, it says, and the, and this is the condemnation, verse 19. The light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were what? Evil. Their deeds were evil. In other words, evil was already here. You know, people people say, well, well you judging me, you judging me, you've been judged out, all of us have been judged already condemnation we were already he said we was born in sin and shaped in iniquity it's already <laughs> condemnation is already here and that's why when i hear people say only god can judge me you can't condemn me you can't this that and other you condemned already you're already walking in darkness i come presenting to you jesus christ which is the light which same thing when he when he he scored that God was born, Amen. That's why I tell people even when he was dying on the cross, people was yet in their sin. When he was born, they was yet in their sin. As he was walking and and working miracles, people were yet in their sin. Condemnation was already here. You there, Pastor? Yes, ma'am. How Amen. you doing? I'm doing fine. Amen. So, uh, so condemnation was already here. That's why, like I said earlier. Don't just read it for God to love the world. You need to read that whole chapter so you can understand that he was he was explaining something to Nicodemus. First of all, he told Nicodemus, "You're carnal. First of all, you're 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 carnal. You're more you're more more focused on tangible things, stuff you can touch, stuff you can see, because you you mm. you've got to have proof in order to serve God. This ain't about you having proof. This is about you just straight up believing that He is who He says that He is." That he came here, amen, to set the captives free. He came here so that you could have a right, praise God, to walk out of the darkness that you are in and walk in the light. That's the bottom line. Amen. <laughs> that was good to me. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, Pastor Wynn, John 3, and we're on verse 19. Praise God. And, and you know, amazing thing, when I hear people talking, and I... You know, and 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 I love I love to help people along because we all are gonna have to stand in the same line and give an account for the lifestyles that we have lived. Amen. So Amen. he also he tells us in his word, work out your own soul salvation, not for you to get arrogant and say, uh, well, I I'm on it. No, it's for you to understand that you're responsible for the word that you hear. Amen. But you're going to give an account for it when you stand before him. Amen. So while you working this, <laughs> working this thing out, amen, you need to consider every word that you have heard. Come on. Amen. You walking in darkness, praise God. Jesus Christ is what brings the light. Glory to God. Verse 20. Amen. Can you say something on that before I go to verse 20? 
Amen. I like the um the way it says that, you know, if we don't have uh we already in error because I mean the thing about it, we were he knew that we were born and we was gone we were born into sin and he came that we were already condemned to hell because of the sins that one man allowed to enter into, and we were already in darkness, but Jesus came, and, and the thing about it is the characteristics of Jesus is liberty. Jesus came to set us free, to loose the shackles, to 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 let to free us from our sin and our bondage. And the thing about it is with Nicodemus, Nicodemus, he was. He was looking for tangible things, things that he can't touch. And I'm, I come to tell you today, if you sadly mistaken, if you think that this is, a, this is a fake walk, this is not anything that you can touch or get grasp hold to, your mind cannot even fathom what God is thinking. And we just got to go through this faith walk and know that once we call on the name of the Lord, the Bible says we are saved. So, therefore, after that salvation, everything that Jesus has for us, the Bible says, in good measure, shaken down, uh, uh, pressed together, and running over, yeah. that's the kingdom principles that God promises us once we call on the name of the Lord. But the good thing about that is that he went to the cross for our sins, past, present, and future. If we were already condemned if we don't call on the name of the Lord. But when we call on the name of the Lord, that condemnation erases off our lives, and therefore is no condemnation in Christ Jesus because of the blood. But we have a choice. Like I said on the other day, we have a choice to receive eternity or we have a choice to receive eternal hell and damnation. But it's a choice. And just like uh, with with what we talking about on today, we have a we have a choice to call on we are condemned. We are walking in darkness until we call on the name of God. And when we call on Jesus' name, that's when we we we're not we're not um what is it we're not um we're not conformed to the law, but we are in the law of mercy and grace, and that's what yeah. saves us, and that's why it's no condemnation in Christ Jesus because only because of God's grace and His mercy. Amen. Amen. Because he said in his word, he said, I did not come to change the law, but I came to add love. Come on. Hallelujah. I came to add one more thing to it. Praise God. You know, amen. Praise God. um, It says we can't serve two masters. This is why I want to. That's it. I'm going to throw this in there right quick because sometimes we feel when you, when you, Give your life to Christ. It's, it's 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 all a faith walk. It's all faith. It's all faith, right? So you give your life to Christ. Praise God, Amen. You're saying that's why I say I wish wish they would bring back um, Sunday school. Would bring back uh, well, you know, Bible study is still here, but not at the magnitude we used. You know. Those that's important. You give your life to Christ. You got to learn what he what he loves, what he despises, what will separate you from him. And, and people say, well, uh, the Bible say nothing can separate us from the from I say from the love. 
from the love. I'm I need you to comprehend. You. It said nothing can separate you from the love of God. It didn't. It's plenty folk he love that that in a burning hell right now. It's <laughs> plenty folk that he love. Come on. So I, I I I want you to get out of that cloud of I can live any kind of way I want to live and 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 love God. You can love him. You can. You can love him. But if you really love him, he said you keep my commandments. Come on, hallelujah. You live right, love right. Come on, you treat your neighbor right. Come on, amen. So we, you have to be careful about that thin line. You know how they say it's a thin line between love and hate. It's also a thin line uh, when you, and we talked about it when we was coming up as kids. They, they always said that the, the, and it talks about it, the road, uh, the road for the righteous praise God is it's, you don't see your travel on that road that much. Come oh. on. But, but that, but that Broadway, come on, is open. It's wide. It's, you got folk, you got a herd of people. <laughs> on that's that road, it. Praise God. Yeah. It's not, it's not. That's why daily he tells us to repent daily, to repent daily. Praise God. Amen. You know, the darkness, the, the light don't need the darkness, but the darkness need the light. And you got to understand yes, it, it, praise God. Hallelujah. And um, so the Lord showed me about two masters, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go on to our next verse. And I, I love doing my podcast this way because I want you to hear something that that can stick to you. Come on, amen. I know we, and I, let me tell you something. I can preach you happy and all that, but what good would that do if you're still walking in darkness? Come on. Yes, still walking in darkness. Yes, and what he was explaining to Nicodemus is that this is not a physical thing that needs to be changed. This ain't like changing your clothes. This is, this is your uh-huh. mind has to be renewed. Yo, 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 you get what I'm saying? It, it's not. I'm going to just go put on a suit now. All of a sudden, I'm powerful. I, you know, no, the Bible says you ha- you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And and we don't talk about the Holy Ghost no more. We don't talk about it no more. You know, everybody wants to say what the Holy Ghost is and what the Holy Spirit is and what the... De- Y'all doing too much. You're doing too much. A person should give their life to Christ. The Holy Ghost is a free gift. You can ask God, seek him for it, lay on your face. Come on. Even if you ain't a church that believe in it, praise God, you listening to this podcast today. You need the Holy You need the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost to come into your life. Come on. Because the Holy Ghost is a keeper. When Jesus left his place, he said, I, he said I'm going to leave. I'm leaving before you. He said, but, but when I go, come on, I'm going to send a comforter. He said, "I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm getting, I'm getting you, getting your, 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 your place ready." He said, "But I know that you're gonna need help. I'm, I'm leaving a comforter. I'm gonna sit a comforter in my place. Come Amen. on, glory to God. Amen." So he said, he said, so, so you will not be. He said, "I will not leave you comfortless." Y'all didn't heard that before. Come on. So what he was saying was, Amen. He said, "I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta go." I gotta go at this moment, praise God, Amen. But as I prepare, I'm, I'm, I leave the Holy Ghost. So you need to seek God for the Holy Ghost. You need your helper. You need your that keeper. You need that one, <laughs> Amen. When you when when your oh, flesh man. will rile up, that Holy Spirit step in, Amen, and speak for you. Come on, you need the Holy Ghost. Ooh, y'all done took me down. But let's let's look at this. Yeah. Verse twenty says, 
for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Amen. He thought we still in condemnation. He said, everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. And this is where the Lord brought me mm. to the, you got to pick one. You got to, you can't have your toe over in That's sin it. and the rest of your body at church, you know, passing out, you know, napping. Like the old folks say, straddling the fence. Straddling <laughs> the fence. And I tell people, ain't no fence. It ain't no mm. fence. That's what the devil said. You, well, I got the Lord know my heart. Stop saying it. That ain't that ain't keeping you. Man. That's not keeping you. Lord know my heart. The man upstairs, the my homeboy Jesus and all that. Stop that. Cut that foolishness out. That's foolishness. That's mm. foolishness. It's like you said. I'm a, I'm voluntarily uh, staying in darkness, but I'm a, I'm. Amen. We have to understand too. Praise God that you you're mock you're mocking God. Uh, you're you're mocking what Jesus did for us when you get to saying stuff like that. Oh well, you know I'm gonna lay my religion down and I'm gonna, you know, is it that easy for you mm-hmm. to do? Is it that easy mm-hmm. for you to do that you could lay your religion down for a minute? Come on, come on, listen. So, <laughs> but he said, oh my God, he said, Amen. They hated the light. Amen. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. And some folks won't come mm-hmm. to the light, won't come to church, don't like to go to their grandma's house because they know their grandma's going to tell them the truth. Let's look up reprove because I'd like for y'all to get a clear understanding. Pastor, you want to talk about that while I look this up right here? Amen. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and I like that, that scripture because the thing about it is that it, it, it's not that the light is not there. To, to be received, but it's because we're so comfortable or we like waddling in our mess. It's easier to sin. It's easier because I'm having fun. Uh, God ain't through with me yet. Uh, 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 he's still working on me. Well, the thing about it is that how long is he going to keep working? How long is he going to keep being in that building? It's some things that God has already done, what he said he was going to do. He got on the cross. He gave his only begotten son for our sins. And it's like the, the, the deacons, when they used to put the doors to the church, the chairs out there, they said, whosoever will, let them come. God is saying, whosoever will, let them come. But just like those deacons, when they say these words, it's up to yours to accept or reject, and they take those chairs back and they put them in their places. It's going to be a day and a time when Jesus takes those chairs back, and it's all she wrote. And then it's the judgment. Will you wait till you get to that place in order to receive and walk into the light? The light, the Bible says the light is on the hill. It's not hid. God is showing himself to all of the nations. And he's saying, whosoever will, let him come. Let them come. But we so comfortable and complacent in our midst that we don't want to receive the life of God. And it's a narrow road that Pastor was talking about. The road is not wide, or, uh, 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 but everybody trying to get on that, that wide road, want to do this, that, want to lean on to this understanding, that religion, and this and that. But it's, it's black and white. It's, it's black and white. Either you serve God, or you serve the enemy. 
Either you walk in darkness or you walk in light. But I can promise you this, that when you cut on a light, darkness has to flee. When you call on the name of God, every dark situation in your life, every demonic situation in your life, it has to bow down and it has to run away from the light. And I encourage you on today, call on the name of Jesus while he's there. Because after judgment comes, that's all she wrote. Yeah. That's all she wrote. And, and and the thing, I like that scripture. It says that uh, um, that reproved, and it, it says that that if you uh, if you don't have God uh, walking to the light, you hated the light. Mm-hmm. It's point blank. It's not that you hating Christ, but you hating the things that Christ stands for. You making a mockery out of God, Jesus getting on that cross. Mm, you making mm. a mockery of everything, the the beating that he went through, the piercings that he went through, the walking from judgment hall to judgment hall. We making a mockery out of it. But you know, in that same scripture, it says, "He that has the light, the deeds that, that you when you walk into the light of God, when you start begin to do the things of God." Things begin to change, and the, your deeds and your lifestyle begins to line up how you're walking. In other words, what I'm saying is that when you begin to walk in Christ and you begin to shake off that darkness and begin to, as the old folks say, walk in the marvelous life, things in you begin to change. Your outer appearance and the spiritual begin to change. The things that you used to uh, uh, walk in, that unforgiveness, that ugliness, that, 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 that sinful nature begins to change. It begins not only that you are confessing it, but your life is lining up with your confession. Amen. Mm, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Woo, this show today, amen. God ain't playing today. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Reproved. Reproved. Now, I love looking up words so nobody is confused. God, you know, God gave me the gift to teach. Praise God. Evangelize. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And I enjoy it all. Praise God. And we're doing a, a mixture of it all today. Uh, praise God. Because it's necessary. Listen, to reprove, amen, means to dispute, judge, chasten, argue, correct, mm. re- and prove. Amen. All of that. It means all of that in a nutshell. Praise God. It means, I'm going to say it again, dispute, judge, Chasing, I want to stay right there. <laughs> Are mm. you correct and or prove? Amen. Amen. Listen, listen you, when we when when you give your life to Christ, um, I wanna I wanna say this: you want to be at a church that that is is teaching teaching you how to be a child of God. Not not one that's entertaining you, not one mm. that, that 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 makes your flesh feel good. You know, my God, you want to be at one that's teaching you. And I always say the way of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. But going in there, precept upon precept, Amen. Get opening up that Bible, praise God, Amen. 
and teaching you what God loves, teaching you what sin is. That's why I always send people to Galatians 5. And I always, because it's it's in the word. It's in the word. A lot of things that, that the people say, well, I don't, you know, God didn't say that. God, it's in the word. Go to the word. Study that word for yourself. Study to show thyself approved a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing. Right there. Rightly dividing the word of truth. This is why a lot of churches are set up the way that they are because they're taking bits and pieces and, and building a ministry off of bits and pieces. You need to build a ministry off the whole word because it ain't a ministry. You're building it off the whole word. Praise God. So now now you got bits and pieces. You got churches, and I call them bits and pieces. You got bits and pieces scattered out over, and people not getting the whole truth. Some going for going because the choir nice. They going because the pastor preaching prosperity. They going because the pastor is riding a nice car. Maybe I can one day. They, you know, we go, but you to miss the whole thing. You gave your life to Christ to learn about Christ. You gave your life to Christ. Come on. Amen. To be a witness of who he is. Not what he can do for you, but what he is. Amen. I love that song that says, if he never does anything else for me, he's done enough. Come on. Amen. amen. Look at this, what the Lord showed me. Say, praise God. He says, he said, the church hopping. Who up in hell is the church hopping? A lot of church hopping happens because people, I hear people say, I'm grown. They can't talk to me like that. I'm grown. I do what I want to do. Well, when you say, and this pastor didn't like that I said this, but I'm going to say it again. When you say you do, you can do what you want to do because all you want to do is serve God. When you say. Come on, when your life is dedicated to Jesus Christ, you can do what you want to do because your your desires are to the kingdom. Your desires, amen, hallelujah, uh, is to the will of God. Come on. Amen. And, and, and we are in a day and time where people, you, it's a lot of people that, that's been going to church for years and still ain't heard the truth. You've been going to That's you've been it. going to church for years. You on the you on the usher board. You in the choir. You on the you on the deacon board. You you in everything and still haven't heard that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. You still haven't heard, <laughs> Amen, about lasciviousness. This world is full of that right now. It's it's all about sexual enticements. You can't even mm. watch TV without seeing somebody's naked. People all on each other. This is the agenda that the that the enemy set up because let me tell you something. It ain't stealing that has people uh, uh caught up. It ain't it ain't you know, it's some people stealing here and there and all that. But it but it's it's sexual perversion that has swept and it's and it's all in commercials. It's all it's everywhere. Because people love darkness. It's all through the church. Pastors are being, the church being shut down. Pastors being brought under ridicule because of sexual perversion, lasciviousness. This is. Amen. I I was in church and a a visiting pastor got up and he prophesied this. 
this is before they even start letting, uh, uh, you know, people just actually be naked on main TV. Let me just be real with you. They wouldn't even let you even get past, you know. Now you just got to turn, you got to turn the whole TV off. Because you can't watch nothing. He said that, that they would sweep, they would bring, they would flood the television with it. They would flood the networks with with sexual perversion. He he spoke it. He said it's coming. Your children ain't going to be able to watch TV. Here's what he said. He said because the agenda of the enemy is, is the thing that people, uh, he's going to bring the thing that people have the biggest battle with. And it ain't, it ain't. It ain't still. See, because sometimes we think it's, it's drug addiction. That's the biggest one. No, it's one of the ones. But it's sexual perversion. It's in the household. It's between married couples. It's between married couples. They just doing anything, and then they saying the the Bible said the bed is undefiled. That's not what God meant. Ooh, I'm in people's business. People bringing other people into their bedrooms. This is the darkness that he's talking about. You're condemned already. In Rome and all of that, they was already doing all this extracurricular activity in Rome. They was doing all this stuff. Egypt, Israel, all that. They was doing all this stuff. <laughs> Lord, name is Jesus. Amen. Darkness was there. So he said, I didn't, he said, I didn't send how my son. How it is when, when, um. Uh... I'm listening. When uh Jesus had when um when Adam uh ate the uh the fruit and in the garden that's when perversion uh, I say spiritual perversion entered into the earth realm and Jesus got on the cross he was the light and he got on the cross for our sins that we no longer have to bear the burden of that decision that was made by Adam. But the thing that we have to understand that Jesus, he gave us that example in his lifestyle and in his word, how to live. And I don't care what you say you are. You can be apostle. You can have your divinity license. You can do all this. But if you're not walking in the, a lot of people can say they're walking, but if your lifestyle is not lining up with your confession is, you're under the spirit of spiritual perversion. Now, do we have a way out? Yes, we have a way out because Jesus came that we might have a way out. If we call on the name of the Lord, the Bible says that we shall be saved. A lot of times we are operating under that spiritual perversion, and we think that we're doing God a justice. But Mm. we need to check our spirit, man, because a lot of times the the spirit of Lodabar has fallen on our ministries, on our lives. And that what means when God snatches his glory away from you. You're operating in yourself and not under the anointing of God. Things are not changing. 
People are not being set free. Prosperity is not coming because we're blind. The Bible says that uh, in in his word, he says that he does not have the doctrine of of Christ, which meaning the gospel, according to what God has laid out before us, does not have Christ. For the God of this world has blinded their minds. Mm -hmm. We are blinded by that same thing that Adam allowed himself to be tempted of, we are allowing those things to blind our minds. We're walking in a spiritual perversion and think that God's hand is on us and he mm. has snatched himself from us. And mm. see, the thing about it, we have to check our spirit, ma'am, and see if we're walking in what we're confessing. Are we living that light? Are we letting the light live in us? Amen. And, Amen. And, and when we begin to let God live in us, our lifestyles, people will begin to see the uh, uh, the evidence of what we talk, of what we live in. Because what the, uh, uh, the mama used to say back in the day was, uh, was uh, something in the milk ain't clean. What mm-hmm. was uh was not clean in the wa uh the rent, uh, washer come out in the rain. What you're doing will eventually come out because mm-hmm. we talking about that light. But one thing the light is is the revelator. It reveals all things. It will cover you in your mess. Amen. Amen. It will uncover you in your man. So we cannot straddle the fence. And God said, reprove. He chastises. He Come loves on. us enough that he don't give up on us. He Ooh, loves us enough that he, he, he whoops us. He tells us, okay, you're not uh, following my word. You're not living. And, and, and it's a scary thing when you don't allow conviction to set in your life. Mm-hmm. It's Amen. a scary thing when God, well, you will not take reproving chastisement. God love us enough that he don't spare that rod because he knows that it's eternal damnation waiting on the other side for Amen. the ones that don't follow his word. Amen. So we have to be careful and check ourselves what we're operating in. Mm. Because a lot of us, like they used to say, fired and don't even know it. They don't even know God it. God has taken his hands off of us. He's not blessing. Things are not thriving. We're not hearing because we're walking in a spirit of perversion, spiritual perversion. Mm. It, 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 it's not so much of of the uh, what we seeing or whatever. But when Jesus, when when they ate that that fruit, whatever it was, they had the knowledge of good and evil. Good and evil. See, That's right. Good and evil. See, some people, it, it's a choice. We either walk in good or we walk evil. We have a, a reward for good, and we have a reward for evil. That's but right. what we choose to walk in. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 You know, <clears throat> I was um, listening to you, Pastor. And it's the truth. Praise God. Amen. And Lord showed me. He said, He said, 
when we talking about condemnation being con- condemned already, right? And the Lord said, mm-hmm. he said, you know, Jesus didn't have to come in and point out our sin. He didn't have to point it out. He had to point it out. That's why he said you condemned mm-hmm. already. He had to point it out, you know. And I he hear did. a lot of people saying, well, show me why I need to give my life to Christ and why I need to this, that, and the other. The, the point of the matter is, praise God, amen, is that you're already condemned. You're already set up. I, I, I wanted to use the word set up because when we go out in crusades, and I hear testimony, um, most people that give their life to Christ, they were not raised to know that fornication, sex before marriage, is, is not God's plan. They weren't raised to know that because that's all they knew. You see what I'm saying? It's a lot of um, things that people were not exposed to. They don't know. Come on. Hallelujah. That's why he said his word you know, that everybody is going to come back. Everybody is going to know about him. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. You, it's a lot of people that convert from one religion to Christianity, you know, from another religion to Christianity, because there's a lot of things that they did not know. They were raised a certain way. My mom used to say that all the time. You know, they weren't raised like that because we be, we be, Sometimes we think that people should just already know. And the Lord told me, you know, while while he said, you already, he he's exposing, because that's one of the things that the light does. The light exposes, you know. So when you give your life to Christ, when the light comes in, when 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 Jesus Christ comes into your life, it's a lot of things that he's going to tell you to get rid of. It's a lot of things that he's going to say, no, don't do that no more. You know, and if folks say, well, it ain't a sin, but we, I, I want to throw this out here. It's gateways to different things. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and so the light not only comes to save you, uh, praise God, but in that process, it reveals. Amen. The light is necessary. The light, you, you, you need him. We used to sing <laughs> when we was coming up. You gonna need him. You gonna need him everywhere you go. Amen. Hallelujah. You gonna need him. But you gonna need him. You gonna need him in your business. You gonna need him in your household, your marriage. You gonna need him with your children. You gonna need him. Praise God. Amen. Co-workers and friends and all this stuff, so that God, Amen. Hallelujah. Can shine light on every situation in your life. Praise God. So the light is not just to reveal things in you, but it's to reveal direction. The light brings direction. It brings, amen, clarity. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The light, and I'm, I love this lesson today, praise God, because even as I sit here, I'm taking notes for myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because oh, amen. as we as we seek his face, as we uh, get older in him as men and women of God, amen, the light is still revealing. It's still reproving. It's still, because don't think because you just received Jesus Christ that you're the only one that gets that gets chastised, amen. He, 
if people get, do we get just, do we get chastised as well? And I always tell people that's his love. Amen. I heard pastor talk about that. That's his love. He loves us enough to say, uh-uh, <laughs> that that's right there, it. that right there going to hinder you. That right there going to lead you down a path you don't need to be on. That right there, come on. I, as a young lady, she gave her life to Christ. Amen. If we was doing crusades, she said she was going to go into the crack house. I told her, no, ma'am. You just got to, mm. you, 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 that's your, that's your, th- see, and the enemy is so slick and cunning till in her mind, she thought I was, I was, uh, she thought I was being mean to her, but I was, it, I was through the spirit of God saying, no, that, that, that's a trick of the enemy. She ended up right back on drugs because she rebelled against the whole thing. And I told her, I said, you're not ready to go into the crack house you got to be taught you got to build up strength you gotta you gotta get in this word you gotta build up your spiritual muscle before you can walk back into a place that god you know what i'm saying delivered you out of you know and so the light the light comes in and purifies the light comes in and cleanses the light comes in praise god amen hallelujah and 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 turns your life completely around when you surrender it all to God. But sometimes we come in and we want to do it our way. Well, let me tell you a secret. Then you ain't received it. You say, well, what you mean? You haven't received it. You still caught up in a concept. You still caught That's why I say you can wear the suit. You can, you can preach. You can do all that. But have you received them for real in your heart? Have you allowed him to come in for real and burn off all the things in you that is not like him? The things that will hinder you. It's a scripture in, uh, in the word that says, who hindered you? What hindered you? So now I'm talking to the backslider right now. I'm going to talk to the backslider. Who hindered you? Who got you off track? Who uh, who did you allow to walk darkness right back into your life? But the Lord is it, the Lord is here today, praise God. Amen. And and with his hand outstretched saying, come on back. He said, come on back Amen. to me. Come on back to me. We talked about the pastors that we see in uh, with open rebuke. See, let me tell you something about God, which I love. Amen. Is that He gonna tell? He gonna reveal it to you secretly when you walk throughout your life and you know that you're sinning and doing stuff that's out of the will of God, and you still saying, "Lord, Lord," He has come to you. He's dealt with you before He revealed oh, you openly. He has dealt with you. I just do not believe that God will just come. He gives us grace and mercy. It's a warning. He said it before destruction. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So if you're in a backslidden state, you're in that place where you feel like you can do anything because you don't went to a church and they doing anything. No. no. God holds you accountable as an individual. He don't put that whole church in front of him and say, okay, why was y'all doing this? That ain't how he do it. You got to stand before God yourself. And this is for folks that's in churches that say, oh, well, I'm in the whole church doing it. Well, they, you know, pastors say it's okay in the whole church doing it. But did you read the word for yourself? What did God tell you that's, 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 uh, uh, that's for you? Come on. And that's against you. You got to, it's, that's why you say work out your own soul salvation. Make your election sure because you have to as an individual know (laughs) come on 
where you stand with God. You got to know if you're living right. You got to know. You know, some people think, well, I'm getting away with it because Pastor ain't seen me and he still let me on the deacon board and I'm still doing this and I'm still doing that. But God ain't looking at what your pastor know about you. He's looking at what you know about you. Amen. Ooh, that, that, that was that right there. He's looking at you. And go ahead to get this in my spirit a long time ago so I wouldn't have pastor salvation, grandma salvation, uh, uh, friend salvation, uh, what everybody else doing salvation. You have to make sure that your life personally lines up with, with his word. Well, my pastor say we can, Amen. we don't have to worry about that no more because that ain't a sin. This young lady say, pastor, she say when she gave her life to Christ, she had a pair of jeans. When she put them jeans on, she she know how she act, walk. She know how she got, you know what I'm saying? She said when she gave her life to Christ, she burned them jeans up. <laughs> she say she ain't give nobody. She said she burned them jeans up, you know. She said her point was that those jeans were not a sin. It's just that it's a, it, it, she know what frame of mind she in when she put them on. She know what she used them for. She know what, come on, she know what the goal was when she put them on. And it's, a, it, it's the same way with a lot of us. Some folks, oh, well, I can, I can go to the club. Can you? Uh-huh. The Bible didn't say I couldn't go to the club. No, he didn't. It ain't written in there. You cannot go to the club. It's written in there. It says no reveling. Go over to Galatians. I'll help you. Go on over there. It you have. It's some folk. They probably can walk in there and walk out without drinking, without a habit coming out with a habit. But if God told you not to go to the club, it's because it's Lord have mercy. It's because you will come out with a man a habit. Come on, I'm and probably won't even, and, and eventually, I'll stop going to church. Eventually, I'll be back to smoking weed. Eventually, I'll be back to doing dope. We just, mm. I mean, this is my God, y'all. I'm, I'm just gonna keep it real with you. You have, you cannot allow the enemy to play games with your salvation like that. Don't play games with your salvation. Like, oh, I can still be friends with them. Don't mean I have to do what they do. Now you got them all in your house. You got you, the same company you used to keep when you was, uh, now you, and then next thing you know, go ahead and try. God, God, you, you go ahead and, and, and there you go again. You have to be protective of your salvation, of your sobriety, and that sobriety as far as sexual perversion, your sobriety as far as alcohol, drugs, or whatever your vice was. You have to be protective. Whew. Okay, thank you, God. <laughs> Amen. 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 I went there. All right, Pastor, I'm going to let you close us out. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the word on today for be ye holy for Christ is holy, and that's the bottom line. We have to be holy, uh, and we have to, the Bible says, I like the word sanctify. You have to set yourself apart. And it's, um, if I always say, if you can walk through fire and not come out smelling like smoke, well, go on ahead and walk through fire. But if you walk through fire and you come out with some remnants of what you walked in, you are not going. Amen. Come on, Pastor. Amen. 
and man. So I, I um the word is repent. The word is get it right. We we don't we can't wait for God to come back and say, Lord, I tried, I tried. We have to be we have to be on that path, on that path to the Bible says I press towards the mark. It's some resistance. It's always gonna be because we were in this world that was designed after the enemy came, it was designed for us to fail. But Jesus came to get on the cross. The fight has been fixed. We have all the Bible said we are more than conquerors through him that loves us. We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. So he conquered the grave. He conquered sin. He conquered all those things. All he wants us to do is call on the name of Christ. And as we begin to walk in God and begin to learn God's word and, and that uncompromising doctrine, all those old it's going to start beginning to fade off of our lives. And the evidence of things going to come out where people will be able to see. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. Amen. For the word on today. We submit. We submit to your word. Lord, and I just yes, pray for that person that's listening right now. Amen. And a part of their sins. Glory to God. We ask you, Father God, as they lift as they lift their hands and confess that you are their Lord and Savior. They receive you in their heart. Praise God. Lord, we ask, Father God, that you uh lead them to a, a Bible based church that's teaching them, amen, the the conclusion of the whole matter, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Lord, we ask as they as they receive, Amen, that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins. Amen. Hallelujah. And rose on the third day as a representation of the old man dying and new man rising up. We thank you for that soul today. I know that the heavens are rejoicing. Amen. For the soul yes, of one kingdom. I ask you, Father God, to keep us. Amen. On this journey, Lord, in the mighty yes, name Lord. of Jesus. Keep us. Amen. As we continue to seek to win souls for the kingdom. And we thank you for it right now in your son Jesus' name. All right, y'all, we want you to remember that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with God, all things are possible. Who cares? God cares. And we will talk to you on tomorrow. Amen. What a wonderful, wonderful show. Amen. Amen. Y'all have a good afternoon. Amen. Amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.